0: This is Red FM's News Extra. Cork's brand new daily news podcast.
1: It's Tuesday. Good afternoon. I'm Lana O'Connor with Red FM's news podcast. There are plans to increase connectivity at Cork Airport. That's according to Minister of State Hildegard Nocton, who met with Aer Lingus regarding the temporary closure of Cork Airport. The airport will close from the 10th of September to the 22nd of November, and will receive 10 million euro in state funding for the rebuilding of the main runway. Minister of State Hildegard Nocton told Red FM News that the government is working with Cork Airport to ensure its future. So, government is also providing funding in relation to that to enable Cork Airport to do what it does best and negotiate with airlines to increase connectivity. So, a really positive day for the region um, uh, to ensure that we, you know, as we come out of COVID 19, that this region is well positioned in relation to maintaining that connectivity for business, for tourism, for foreign direct investment, and for as a family um, visiting one another as well. The Taoiseach says there is a risk to reopening indoor dining, but he says it's being done in a cautious and safe manner. It's set to resume for fully vaccinated people and those who've recently recovered from COVID-19 sometime before July 26th. Children who aren't vaccinated will be allowed dine indoors if accompanied by an adult. Representatives from the hospitality sector will meet with government officials today to discuss how the rules will be enforced. Speaking on his way into Cabinet, Michal Martin said compliance will be crucial. I remember when I brought in the smoking ban, uh, I had the exact same questions. And that's what I meant by compliance. That's what I mean by compliance. Compliance is something you build up. The officers talk, engage with industry in terms of how to, how to comply properly with, with, with the legislation. Uh, and I think the people understand what government is doing here. They understand the, rational, the rationale for it and the motivation behind it. Tónish Ali of Oradkar says distancing between tables will remain in place.
2: There's only one deviation that, we'll allow, that we will allow accompanied minors, those under 18, to attend indoor hospitality with their parent or guardian. But on advice, this does mean that social distancing rules will continue to apply indoors as they did last summer.
0: Catch up on Cork with our new daily news podcast,
2: Red FM News
0: Extra.
3: Starting with football, the fallout continues from Sunday's Euro 2020 final. Marcus Rashford says he can take critique of his performance, but will never apologise for who he is or where he came from. Rashford's mural in his home city of Manchester was also vandalised in the wake of the loss. England manager Gareth Southgate said the abuse was unforgivable. Shamrock Rovers host Slovan Bratislava tonight in the second leg of round 1 of qualifying for the Champions League. They trail 2-0. Kick-off in Tala is at 8pm. Dundalk are away to Welsh side Newtown in their second leg of the UEFA Conference League qualifying. They have a 4-0 aggregate lead. Kickoff is 5.45 In Gaelic games, Cork now know they will face Tipperary in next Tuesday's Munster under-20 hurling semi-final. That's after the Premier overcame Waterford in extra time last night on a scoreline of 324-221. Clare, meanwhile, will face Limerick in the other semi-final. There is one game in the Red FM hurling League 1B tonight. Bright Rovers play Bishopstown at half-seven. Also tonight, it's a big night for the Cork Minor Camogie team. They face Limerick in the Munster A Camogie final, that throws in at a quarter past seven at Castle Road. And finally, in Rugby Munster's Conor Murray captain's alliance tomorrow against South Africa's A side. The skipper expects a tough test. It's going to be
0: pretty much a test match. Uh, if you look at their lineup, it's going to be a really intense game. Since we've arrived in Cape Town, I think players have have switched into a little bit more serious mode. Uh, it's it's going to be a, a real battle. So, yeah, it's it's almost like a four test for us. Get the Red FM News Extra podcast wherever you get your podcast or on redextra.ie. Friday we spoke to Geraldine, who was waiting 10 weeks for her passport. Um, And then many people then uh, had to get on to their local TDs to see if they could uh, speed up the process with regards to trying to get their passport. Because from next week... Six days' time, you'll be able to fly overseas. But there is um, an astonishing... Somebody gave me a figure on it this morning. An astonishing amount of people who are waiting for passports. Like 89,000, I think, um, was the backlog last month. I don't know how fast they're working through it, but Michael Collins, very proactive, independent TD down in West Cork. He's across this story like others. He's also the TD who's behind the uh, the cataract coaches to the north and what have. He joins me by phone. Michael, good morning. What's going on, Michael? Good morning. Uh,
2: well, first of all, uh, unfortunately, there's a backlog. Well, that was about mid-May. of eighty nine thousand 89,000 uh, people seeking uh, passports. That, uh, to me, is a figure that could still in around that type of figure because we're, you know, inundated with people looking for passports for very genuine reasons because up to now they weren't issuing, we'll say, processing urgent, only urgent, and emergency applications and definition of this emergency will take are an accident. But at the same time, people genuinely want to renew their, their passports for their, when they have the right to travel. And that mightn't be very far away. And the unfortunate situation is we're... Uh, we can't get anybody by the phone. Um, so it is all, uh, you know, up, and, up until recently, until we cracked some kind of nut there as such, it was, it was by emails and the emails weren't being responded to. But we, you know, I have one member of staff nearly full time trying to deal with this issue now. And we, you know, we've bombarded them in, in, with the Foreign Affairs Department with uh, questions uh, to, to, to... You can pose questions to the, to the departments as such. And we've... Uh, we're now starting to get responses, but it's been very, very unfortunate for a lot of people. It's been hair-pulling stuff uh, for quite a while. Because, like, I,
0: I've been getting emails and calls, certainly yesterday, from some people who applied for their passport online and got their passport within two days. Others, ten weeks. Well, there, seems to be no, there seems to be no consistency in it.
2: No, and for we'll say new with, with, with parents that want to uh, get a passport for their child, a new child, you could be waiting up. The, it says up to forty days, and that is if all the information is sent incorrectly, correctly. If there's any little detail of uh, incorrection, they'll put you back down to the bottom of the pile, and it could be another. Is 40 any days. of
0: it? I mean, I hate saying this because I have a good relationship with the staff in there, but people people are suggesting that, that they're looking for reasons to put it back. Like they might they might say that the photograph is wrong and things.
2: Yeah, that unfortunately was the situation we had with uh, people as well that the photographs are wrong but uh, at the end of the day the same photograph was submitted and they accepted it in the end so I don't know what's going on. It's like as if they're looking for excuses. I've had a good relationship with them too, Neil, and fairness, and I've often, you know, in, in, in urgent situations, non-pandemic, time, gone down to the passport office in Dublin for people who might ring me and they, it might be very urgent and we go down and we stand at at, at, at on the floor with them and deal with the issue and get it started but unfortunately since uh the this you know lockdown things have, have completely uh, the handbrake is up as such, and okay. and it's the same with visas and citizenships. You know, we're finding it very, very difficult to to get any kind of a uh, progress, and 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 it's something I think that you know the Department of Foreign Affairs, the Minister of Foreign Affairs, must intervene and try and see can he uh, move this issue, you know, to the forefront. Uh, you know, we have I suppose in the driving tests and theory tests as well. You know, there's certain um, departments, you know, lagging behind in these serious times. Get
0: Red FM's News Extra at redextra.ie and check out our other podcasts.